Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gone Bridge Podcast, a podcast so good you can hang it on your fridge. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Lawson and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? <laughs> I don't think I can match that energy, Gardner, but happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bonilla just got a little bit richer today. And uh, yeah, it feels good. Ready to get into it. I saw a thing where he's going to get paid after Bryce Harper's 13-year contract is over. He's still going to be getting paid every July 1st. Wild. The fact that like him and Bryce Harper are going to be getting paid like when we all have families, like that's a, that's a scary thought. Manny's still getting paid for another couple of years too. I, I think he is. How long has he got left? His was like, his might actually run up because his was like 20 years. Might have a little bit of time. Uh, when we last left off, we were going into a big weekend series against the Yankees. Previously on Gone Bridge. Previously seen or heard. Yeah, heard. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, what did, what did we predict for the Yankee series? Uh, ooh. Anybody what did we say, predict? Anybody say sweep? I don't think I said sweep. I didn't dare. I definitely – I had it in my head. I was thinking sweep all the way. Well, I'm always thinking sweep, Cardi. Well, Steve, you sitting down? Dude, does it look like it? Because I (laughs) (laughs) definitely sitting down. Swept the Yankees. Big time swept the Yankees. Swept the Yankees. Not even close. Garrett Cole comes into his first start at Fenway. Dude was missing his spider tack for sure. They, Red Sox, I mean, the Red Sox, there's just such a difference between these two teams. Obviously, the Red Sox are a lot better. The Yankees stink. But just the grit and the want, the will to win between these two teams. I mean, the Yankees get out there every single game. I mean, we saw it last night against the Angels. They blew that big lead after the rain delay, gave up seven in the ninth. They just they just mope around the field. They look like they are just having a miserable time out there. The Yankees cannot- look like each and every single one of them has a gun to their head. And the person holding it is saying, you play baseball right now. Or not only will I pull this trigger, but your entire family is going to also receive the bad end of this. You know, you know what they look like? Remember back in like middle school when we'd play dodgeball and you were on the team that wasn't very good and didn't have all your friends on it. And you really wanted to play dodgeball, but you're yeah. on a really bad team. So you okay. kind of didn't want to play dodgeball anymore. That's how the New York Yankees feel right now. The 2021 Yankees are the same roster as if you duplicated Drew Pomeranz nine times and just put him at every position. Every guy out there is just like, no, man, I just don't – I don't really want to be out here. I just kind of want to go go home and just cuddle with my wife and just, just kind of go to bed. That's what, they, that's what they look like. And the Yankees are just yeah miserable. I mean, I went to the game last Saturday. Which game haven't you been to? I've been to five games so far this season, and let me tell you, I am a clean 5-0. and oh. The Boston Red Sox should start giving me tickets to every single game because I can't lose. You can't. You statistically cannot lose. You're 5-0. and oh. Yeah. That's a big enough sample size. To say. Yeah. I was sitting around a lot of Yankee fans, and they were <clears> – <throat> I was just choked. I was eating Wheatman's earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting around a, a lot of Yankee hey, fans. You think a roll of this Chapman eats wheat thins? 
Do I because he chokes so much? <laughs> you think he goes to the grocery store for him? Oh, maybe. No, all right, keep going. <laughs> a little early for that. I was like, wow, we are going quick into the quick into the ad tonight. No, wow, been a good no, segue. No, keep going. But yeah, they're just sad people. They're just like depressing to be around. It's like you try and heckle them, and they're just like, dude, leave me alone. Like, what do you want from me right now? Rival? Like, well, where? What was? What happened to last season? They're like, yo, well, how many games did you win? One kid tried to say that to me. He's like, how many games did you win last season? I was like, dude, this is a loser response. Like you, you guys did as much as we did last season. We both did nothing. They both did a big bag and nothing. You guys allegedly were good, have nothing to show for it. So shut, shut up. One of my friends tried this, – this made me actually a little bit angry. He's a big Yankees fan. Or he, he is a Yankees fan, but he doesn't watch, like, any of the games. He I don't watch like, any of the games either. I mean, yeah, I don't I – don't. I saw so many Yankees fans on Twitter yesterday. They're like, that's it. Season tickets are getting canceled. That's it. I can't do this anymore. Uh, but my friend, he goes, I just think it's funny that the Red Sox, one bad season the last couple of years is the one where the cheating manager isn't isn't leading a team i was like get out of here man yeah obviously core is going to make a difference but did you see our pitching staff last year like i was reading an article i wrote last year uh predicting like or projecting the the opening day roster for 2020 and it was dreadful and it was including wait a minute minute. no the pitching staff the pitching staff was dreadful oh that's not even what i was thinking about this kid is aware that Garrett Cole is their a, a alleged ace. Oh, I told him that. And that's exactly what he said. He goes, oh, he allegedly cheated. I was like, dude, he was crying in his press conference last he week. He said he was. He said it's so hard to grip it without it. And by saying he knows that it, if he just admitted that there's a difference, he would know the difference by having used it before. But exactly. Anyway, I digress. Continue. Please. No, no, that's that's all I got. I was just like, yeah, Cora's going to make a difference. He's going to make a difference on our best players. And our pitching staff just flat out sucked last year. I mean, it was bad. Very bad. Uh, I also had something else I was going to say. Now I, I completely forgot. But wait, Nate Abaldi was uh, – Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Nate Nate is good. He's very Nate good. is really good. Really good. I think a couple weeks ago we had said we got in a question like when sale comes back, who's going back to the bullpen? And Avaldi had a stretch there. I think it was what like early May. Like he was scuffling a little bit. He had uh, a, few, a few bad. Yeah, he had a couple bad starts. He was going like good, bad, good, bad. And I think we did we all agree, Steve, you good? Yeah, I just can't remove this shard of wheat then out of my throat right now. <laughs> I'm good. Suck one. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So we had, <laughs> no we had said earlier that we were like, oh, yeah, when Cell comes back, move Evaldi to the pen. Obviously, and I think a couple episodes again, uh, ago, we were like, you can't do that. Like, Evaldi, far and away, looking at the entire season, we're now halfway through, which is crazy to say. We're halfway through. He has been our best pitcher all year. I mean, obviously, he's had a couple rough starts. But when you look at the guy who you can depend on, it's Nate Evaldi. It's Nate Evaldi. And, I mean, this is the guy we're paying $17 million, million a year to be. And, uh, you know, another another scoreless seven-inning outing today. He almost had eight shutout uh, innings last game until uh, – who broke that up? Was it Clint, Clint Frazier? I don't remember. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, but 
I mean, he's been he's been rock solid lately. Yeah. I mean, he's been the leader of the staff, and I just thought of an interesting question. How would you rank the starting rotation in terms of who you trust the most to start a hypothetical wild card game or like game seven, like winner take all game. Awesome. Um, of all these, the guy right now, I'd say he's one Pavetta. He's a close second. Um, after that, I feel like it's a toss up between Richards and Erod. Because you, you see what they can do on a good night. And you also see what they do on a bad night. And then Martin Perez. I just I just wouldn't trust in a wild card game. I would trust Perez over Richards any day. So Richards literally I... admitted that he couldn't pitch without sunscreen anymore. And he's like, I literally went out the other night, first inning, and had to just like figure out how to put spin on Actually, the ball organically. He, so what did he, he pitched the first game against the Royals? Yeah, it was also uh, at that game. Yeah. He uh, he got lit up in the first two innings, and then they pan the camera into the dugout, and this dude's got his elbow submerged in a cooler of ice. Did you see that? And he's just like he's just shoving rosin on his arm, and he's just like jamming his he's jamming his elbow in this bucket of ice. I was and then he goes out and plays great. It was just it's the funniest thing. They just pan the camera into the dugout. This dude is. He's just he looks miserable going in. It's 100 degrees at Fenway, and he just <laughs> fully dunks up to, like, like almost up to his shoulder. I, I thought I was waiting for him to, like, take it, slam it on the ground. It's, like, full arm. Like, he's, like, hanging over that thing. And David O'Brien was, like, getting word from our producers that Garrett Richards last inning left his arm in for over 30 seconds. You were not supposed to do that. It's <laughs> too long. Not. That is too long under ice. But, yeah, I, there – and I watched him let up like four home runs in the first like 1.1 innings. And I was like, oh, this is not good. But then he came back out and didn't pitch that great. There was a lot of solid contact, but somehow the ball just didn't find the gaps slash the home run. And guys like Hunter Renfro, Kike, Bobby, Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Uh, Kike Hernandez has three leadoff home runs in his last six games. Is Kike, uh, we discussed this last episode. Is Kike like our, our leadoff hitter now? Are we sticking to him or is this just a little like, you know, a little week, a week's worth of flash for Kike? Dude, he is for now. I mean, can't really argue with that, right? No, no. I mean, he got uh, – what did he have? He had another knock today. He had a walk as well. I think he got on base three times, maybe twice. But uh, with Arroyo out, nobody else, at least to me, really makes sense in that leadoff spot. Danny Santana. Oh, my God. Danny Santana. <laughs> Danny Santana. It, that I mean, like, I'm not complaining. Like, whenever this man produces, it's just, like, it's a shock to me. But that home run, I thought he, like, popped that up to the right fielder. Like, he just, like, flicked his wrists out. And just like kept going, like he's a strong, strong man. Dude. And that single he had today—that was one of the wackiest hits I've seen in a long time. That was like his best game of the year. Yeah, I think it was. He he made contact on at least two pitches. It's huge. But I also want to round back to the Yankee series real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to talk more uh, about that. That was great. Obviously, heavily enjoyed that series because the Yankees are just dead in the water. They just stink. If you're a Yankee fan, you're packing it up right now and you're going home. And I actually that's what they should do too. 
Um, I saw some family over the weekend and I have one family member who's a Yankee fan. I was talking to him and he said, I was asking him what he was thinking. And he said, he actually is glad that the Yankees are bad right now. And he wants them to continue to down downward spiral. Cause he's like with the roster and the makeup of the whole organization right now, he's like, if they fi- somehow find a way to win and make it back in the playoffs, then the owners are going to be like, Oh, this still works. We should stick with it. So he's like, if we just keep losing, then they're going to have to do something. Honestly, he's got a point. I think the best – ah, that's a great point. I think best-case scenario for Red Sox fans looking at the Yankees is you want them to win – or that you want them to miss the playoffs by, like, a game or two. Like, go, like, 84 and, like, 78. Because nah, if they go – I want to be so many games ahead of them, it's unreal. I want to be no, so but, many games ahead of them. But listen, the last time they were, like, not great, they traded – who did they trade? They traded Andrew Miller, Chapman. They got some good pieces like uh, Glaber Torres. Like, I want to see the Yankees, like, struggle here. Like, again, I would love to see them drop below 500 and go, you know, like 75 and what, 87. But well, are they going to sell? I don't know. This is a big month for them. This is a big month for them. But yeah, I guess it determines whether or not they're buying or selling. Like, do you sell a guy like Chapman? Like, he's not worth that much right now because he has absolutely got the fun. highest ERA in the MLB, like the last what 17 appearances or something. Yeah, yeah. Something where he's got like a 17 ERA. Yeah, he stinks. He's bad. So you know who's good? Bit. Who's that, Steve? Adam Adovino. So good. He's good. And the Yankees traded him. Not only did the Yankees trade him to us, but they also gave us a prospect to be like, take this guy, take him from us. And you know what? Here's keep the change, have a prospect. And the Red Sox were like, yeah, all right, cool. This guy's good. And you guys are idiots. Thanks for trading him to your biggest rival in the league. Dumb, dumb. Then he got a four save against them. So Garrett Whitlock. Yeah. Garrett Whitlock. I don't even know what that was all about. There was like, it was between Whitlock and some. Oh, I thought you were talking about Whitlock. I No, I was talking about Ottavino. Oh, oh wait, never mind. No, because we got we got wait. That's right. We got a five. Right, and we got another prospect with Ottavino. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, all right. But yeah, Yankees are dumb. They they said that, especially in Whitlock's case, they were like Brett Gardner, you get this roster spot. Garrett Whitlock, <laughs> go somewhere else. Get the hell Bro, out you of can't. Here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Brett get Gardner, out of here. longest tenure in the Yankee, hates fun. He's hairless, so it doesn't matter about like the, the hair rules and stuff. That's why he likes it there so much. This team, this Red Sox team, I want to talk more about the Red Sox. This team is just so fun to watch. Like they were down what to the Royals on uh, Saturday? They were down like what, five. five to one or on Monday. I keep thinking it's Sunday for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, on Monday they were down five to one. All right, that was the game you're at, Steve. Or no, no, no. What game were they down? They were down. The Garrett they were down. like all of them. Let up. Yeah. Richards let up like two, four home runs the first two innings. Right. They were down by like five runs. Yeah. They were down five to one the, going into the bottom of the second. The first two games of the Royal Series, they were down. They were down in both. Like, and then today, they were up the whole game. They were definitely, they were definitely up all of today <laughs> and that 15 to one blowout. But this, this offense is just so good. Like you can never count them out. And now, if we can solidify Kike being a good leadoff hitter, 
Renfro has been just unbelievable. Like if he had had a good month of April, he could have seriously made a, like a bid at, at making an all-star game. Uh, but like having that one through six locked in, like Kike, Verdugo, Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, Renfro every single night. And then you still got, you know, Christian Vasquez and uh, Christian Arroyo or Bobby Dahlbeck or Chavis or whoever filling out that bottom three. Like that lineup is so good. So good. And again, we've seen it. They, I'm going to break some news here. They have not lost since we last recorded. Wow. Maybe we shouldn't record. Maybe. Maybe we should not release this episode. But what if the release of our last episode is what made them have the motivation to go on this tear? Good point. It's a good point. We talked a little bit about Matt Barnes, you know, what's going on there. He's looks a little bit more steady. Yeah. Do you think any Red Sox players have ever listened to our show? Not for more than a half a second if any but probably not but i just I bet they, uh, what class they probably listen to section 10 what they probably listen to our section 10 appearance yeah i know one by maybe one at least one alex core knows who we are seen our face uh, yeah he's seen us <laughs> he's seen <laughs> our face so is blake snow he knows who we are yeah i was just crunching some numbers Looking at some uh, statistics over kind here. Kind of like those wheat thins, you just crunching everything. Oh, yeah. These, those don't go down easy. <laughs> just like this might not for some of you listening at home. Hunter Renfro is having a better season than Alex Verdugo. What? Yeah. That's just a fact. That's a factual statement, too. No. And yeah. Al- Wait, but last I checked, Alex Verdugo is having a really good season. He's having a really like he was a really finalist to be an All Star, Steve. Yeah, he's like top nine, for sure. That's good. Yeah, you crunch the numbers. Look at the facts. What what method did you use to crunch them? I uh, mortar and pestle or one in the uh, MLB app, oh, and I looked at both God. their names and then the numbers next to them, and uh. Hunter Renfro's were a little bit better. A little bit better. Alex Verdugo's war is better by 0.1, but Hunter Renfro's OPS plus is better than six for Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Also, what's the deal with this contract? Because I want him back next year. Like, did we sign him for one year? Because I was looking it up, and, like, it said he still has arbitration years, but I thought we signed him in free agency. We did, but if you signed – it was only a one-year deal. Let me try to – because I don't know if the Rays just, like, didn't offer him a contract. He's only 29. Yeah, like, we're paying this guy $3.1 million. Like, I'm just going to say this. Hein Bloom still does not get enough credit. Like, we harped on him a little bit in the offseason, but this guy just needed the time to prove himself to the Boston fans – that he was he's a genius like every move that he's made this year whether it has or hasn't worked out it hasn't hurt the team in a way long term well like like you saw Garrett Richards and he stinks all right well he's not locked up next year so you know he's making a dollar legitimately a dollar no more than that uh but 
I don't know. There's a lot. There's like, I, I just don't hear enough people still talking about Heim Bloom. Like, you know, Mookie Betts is hitting 249 out in, in LA with 10 home runs and 60 or 65 hits and how many RBI? 29 RBI. And like Hunter Renfro, he's hitting, got a higher average, uh, more RBI, more home runs. Like, I don't care really that much about defense because he's impressed me in the field way more than I thought he was going to. Here's here's a take. Hunter Renfro should at the very least be a gold glove finalist. I would agree with that. Like he he's got such a good arm. He has more outfield assists than any other player in the league. Last time I checked. He has more outfield assists than 11 11 MLB franchises where there's a lot of people on them. Hunter Renfro, just him. One guy. Got more than them. It's bananas. Awesome. <laughs> Hunter Renfro <laughs> hosed a guy from right during the Yankee series, too. That was great to see. Um, but, yeah, Renfro's great. Um, the one guy you forgot to mention, Gardner, about this whole team is Jaron Duran, who has been ripping the ball off the co- ripping the cover off the ball in Worcester. Um, not to overshadow the accomplishments of Franchi Cordero down there, but Jaron Duran has been even better somehow. Um, so you got to think he's he's on his way back up at some point soon. Um, whether gonna, he's September call up or I got a hot take. That. I got a hot take. Yeah, he's not coming up this year. I think he's a September call up. See, Steve. He has to go to the Olympics. So ooh. He- He's at least not coming back until after all that's said and done. And I think how he performs in the Olympics is going to really determine how quickly he gets called up. Cause that's like big league reps right there. It's the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, not it's really. Not, it's not no triple league. It's triple. A. It's better than triple a. There were, it's like, it's like quadruple a. Yeah. So it's better. It's like playing in Japan. Uh, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. Depends they don't have major league guys going to the Olympics. Maybe. It's all just the best players from Korea and Japan. There's a couple like guys who are like fringe MLB players who are no longer in the league, and I think are just doing that. Oh, so the roster comes out tomorrow. I think the Olympics. Um, what's his face? Teeter like, Downs. Adam jo- Teeter Downs is not doing it. I don't think he's on there. He was doing something. He's on the Futures roster. Yeah. Oh. Casas was on the Team USA roster, Yeah, I think. That's why da- That's why Duran and Casas aren't on the Futures game roster because they're doing the Olympics. Um, guys like Adam Jones and who else? Uh, Todd Frazier. Uh, they were – what did they have, like a qualifying round a couple weeks ago? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I gotta find this. Say baseball. Um, wait, even outside the Olympics, Gardner, why do you think that Durant's not getting called up? Um, why do I think he's not getting called up? I just, I just don't really see it. Like pending a big injury to Verdugo, knock on wood, Verdugo or Renfro. Uh, I, I just don't really see him coming up. Like. I see Franchi next in line to come up um, with a September call-up. And 
like, again, if everybody's healthy, I just – I don't really see a spot for him. I don't want to rush him. And if this team is still trying to win games and we, we have everybody who's healthy and still um, – everybody's still producing, I just I just don't really see it this year. I just don't really see the reason to. Awesome. Do you guys know Yuli Gurriel is 37? What? No. But he's wow. like, like 360 right now. Isn't I was he? just he's looking at um, the Olympic – winners for baseball so looking at the rosters and i saw that in 04 in athens yuli guriel won a gold medal and i was like wait that if that was 15 years ago then if he's like 30 he would have been like 15 but it turns wild. out he's not 30 so i guess that makes a little more sense but yeah yuli guriel's got a gold medal i didn't know that wow i did not know that these teams are also hot garbage so um was that the last time baseball was in the olympics now, oh, wait. On a scale of one to 10, how excited are we for baseball in the Olympics? Like four. Really? I'm... Well, all right. I'm excited that it's there. Let me, let me rationalize. I'm excited that it's there. But the, the quality of the content and the amount of guys that I'm actually going to know is like probably I can count on three hands. Three, you have three hands? Two hands and one <laughs> one toe, one foot. <laughs> That's a lot, man. Dude, you might want to get that checked out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited. I'd say I'm, like, seven excited. Because yeah. That... I, I'd like to see, like, Casas and Durhan light it up against some randos from a different country. I don't know. That'd be cool. Uh, but, I mean, I think Durhan's getting called up. And, Gardner, I think you're, you're – what... Bananas for not thinking he's going to get called up because I, I, w- I wouldn't be mad if he is. I just I, I, I mean, just am predicting he's like, not going to get called it up. Seems like you'd be kind of mad. You don't you don't think he'll be Steve, like I a, couldn't I couldn't be any calmer right now. I'm not mad. You don't think he's going to be like a Bobby Dahlbeck situation, or no. even like Rafi when he got called up. Rafi in 2017, we didn't have a third baseman. We had already released Pablo Sandoval. Travis Shaw had already gotten traded. Like, who is our third baseman okay. at that point? No, no, no. I'm actually genuinely trying to no, think of this. It was, who was our... The plan was for it to be Rafi. Was Rafi called up right after Pablo Sandoval got released? I don't know. I can't give you that. I have no idea. Because in 2016, our third baseman was Aaron Hill, and he stunk. He's our big trade deadline acquisition. Okay, but are you saying right now that you have four competent outfielders that you'd like ahead of Duran? Right now, yes. Four that you would competent outfielders that you yes. want over Jaren Duran. If one team, of them is Branch right Cordero, then get out of my face. Because I would way rather give Duran reps than Franchi. I I just don't I don't I just don't see him coming up this year. Makes no sense. I just don't see it. Again, it's not that I don't want to see him. I just don't see it. All right. Well, here's a piece of advice. All right. How about you open your eyes and then maybe you'd see it a little bit better. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Super bright out here. Jaren Duran. Jaren Duran. You on your knees? No. I'm sitting down on the ground now because this table is low. Jaren Duran is the future of not only this team, but the entire MLB. It's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> the face of baseball, Jaron Duran. Could be. It could be. 
All right, so Raphael Devers. (laughs) What's your rationale? Just like anybody who's good in the minors could be the face of the majors. All right, when you've been around the block like I have, I know I'm a lot older than you guys. Uh, A couple months. You start to develop this, you know, sixth sense, they call it. And you kind of just can feel when somebody has this distinct potential. And I have that feeling with Ryan Durant. I think he's going to be good. Steve, Steve, are you one of those guys that goes to like middle school baseball games just to scout and be like, this kid, this kid is going to be great. (laughs) Well, 12-year-old Jimmy throwing 50 miles an hour on the mound. Steve, you should be the next scout for the Red Sox and they just send you down to like Aruba and the Dominican and just like sign guys when they're 12 like they do with like Xander Endeavors. Steve can be the Dominican Bloom. Yeah, I'll pull up 14-year-old kid off the side of the road and be like, hey, man, you want $6 million? You're now part of the Boston Red Sox organization. <laughs> Congratulations. Get to work. It's just like, I can't throw baseball. He's like, baseball? Did, and I'm like, they yeah. They tabs on those kids? Like, do you just like hand them $6 million and it's like, all right, eat 4,000 calories a day and you should bench 225 by the time you're 15. Drink plenty in five years. Big and strong. And you'll be worth a $6 million investment. Like, is that what happens? I, I can't imagine so, but like, do these, they just hand the money and then disappear and then come back five years later and the kid's Isn't a monster? That, they have like a facility. I would hope so. Isn't there a, a Red Sox scout we are like, we're going to, never mind. Mm. Wasn't there a scout who we were going to get in touch with? Maybe we could ask him that. I don't know. I mean, I think I know what you're talking about, but like, I personally don't know. Okay. never mind. Also, in doing some research, <laughs> Red Sox third baseman in the, in the four days between, or in the three games between Pablo Sandoval's release date and uh, Raphael Devers making his major league debut. It was Steve. You got to be able to guess one of these. Guess it's a, it. It's a, it's a Beantown Buzz classic play. <laughs> oh, is it Devin Marrero? Was it? It was Devin Marrero. Devin Marrero, Brock Holt, Brock Holt, and uh, Brock and Devin Marrero. <laughs> so there you go. If you're wondering when Devin Marrero played, it was in between. Nobody talks about Devin Marrero bridging the gap between Sandoval and Devers. He was supposed to be really good at defense. He, he was really Arizona. good at defense. What? Couldn't hit. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Kind of like Iglesias. Red Sox kinda had like a lot of good shorts. Kind of like Stephen uh, Drew. Not talking about Andrelton Simmons again. Stephen Drew. Yeah. Stephen Drew, World Series champion. Stephen Drew. Yeah. How many World Series rings does Nevin Guerrero have? He's got one in 2013, right? No, he's not on the team. Then, I don't think. Oh. Let's see. When was the last time he played? Maybe he's got a gold medal like Guriel. Arizona. How do you spell his first name? Is it O N? E B O N. No, that's not. I got I gotta look it up by last in here. Well, Hinge and Ryu want to go. Oh, it's with an too. E. Oh, interesting. Devin Marrero has played for the Marlins this year. What? What? 
No way. He's played one game for the Marlins. When did this guy game logs? He must have just gotten called up. Let's go. He's alive. Wow. He played uh, June 16th. Oh, we just missed him at Fenway. What position did he play? He played uh, – man, that's a great question. Let's see. Come on, Gardner. Sorry. Uh, he played third base, batted eighth for the Marlins. He went 0 for 3 with a uh, double play and didn't strike out, though. Good for you, Devin. Good. All right. Happy that he's still bouncing around. That was his uh, first appearance since 2019 when he also played five games for Miami. He played 71 games for the Red Sox in 2017. Yeah, we were bad. We won the division that year. Yeah, but we got absolutely ruined by the Astros that year. We did. The cheating. That was the year they cheated. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like about – people don't like to talk about that. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, yeah. So, we made the Yankees – you remember when Pedro was like, I'll just call the Yankees my daddy. I'm waiting for Garrett Cole to just say, come up to the mic and go, I guess it's time to call the Red Sox my daddy. Garrett Cole, you know your fish to fry. I don't think Garrett Cole has that much emotion. I I tagged you guys in this video. I don't know if you guys saw it a couple of days ago. There was some, there was some old that. woman who was denied being the Yankees' bat girl. Like oh, six years that was ago. actually cool. That was really cool. It was a really cool story. But in the post, they had this video. They were all in a Zoom call with the woman, and Garrett Cole was in there. And this was Monday, so the day after he got shelled. And he's right in the middle, and he's sitting there with his Yankee hat on, and he looked so pissed, like just so uninterested in this entire like exchange, like he never cracked his, his hair smile. for this. He cut his hair for this. It's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough world we live in. It's not easy. Three hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say three hundred twenty something million dollars. Ugh, having to fix your own mailbox. Oh man, we're gonna keep referencing that story. So nope. go back and listen to all the episodes until you get it. Literally every single one. Yep. I had a I had a guy when I was working. I was because uh, yeah, they played a day game last Sunday against the Yankees. He came uh, Sunday night and he was wearing a Yankees hat, and I was like, man, tough weekend to be a Yankees fan. He was like, yeah, this team sucks. I don't, I don't want to watch them. I'm like, Arr. it's like. Ah, that stinks. You kind of walked yourself into that one, Gardner. What was he going to say? I don't know. I was no. curious. I was curious to hear non non biasedly from a Yankee fan what they were going to say about the team. You were like a wolf in sheep's clothing. He didn't know exactly. He had no idea. I did tell him I was a big Red Sox fan afterwards. He was like, "Oh, you must be happy about the series." I was like, "I'm over the moon, buddy." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, currently, after a a, a quick four-game sweep of the Kansas City Royals. Boston Red Sox have won seven games in a row, 51-31. and 31. At the halfway point of the season, we were 50-31, and 31, on pace to win 100 games. Steve, I know you said they were going to win 96 games. We were, all, we were all confident in this team, but nobody was more confident in them than you. What do you yeah. have to say for yourself that they are even surpassing your – what did you say, 96? I did say 96. 
I'm going to be the closest. Impressive. Hopefully not. I, I hope I'm not the closest. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just had, I, like I said earlier, when you, uh, been around the block, you developed a certain feeling. You can just tell, you can just tell. Had faith in Heim, our guy, the acquisitions that they made, Adovino, Whitlock, Hunter, Kike, et cetera. And, you know, they're just proving me right and proving a lot of haters wrong. And I wake up every day, and I thank God for making me a Red Sox fan. Very inspirational. Fire me up, baby. <laughs> um. I was just looking back at that post we put on our Instagram a little while back. Yeah, Steve, you had 96 wins. Uh, I had 88. Clawson had 83. Wow, I bet you feel like a big chump now, don't you, Clawson? <laughs> Season's not over, kid. Oh. You want this team to go 30 and 50 in their next <laughs> second half? Yeah, let's just go 20 games under 500 just so that, just... Just that I can be right. <laughs> um. I will say though, Steve, another great, great thing. Pitching MVP. You said Salamora. Clawson and I said Erod. Hirosa. He's been pretty good. He's very good. My one, my one preseason prediction that I'm gonna hold onto very tight Wait, is to say. Can I guess what it is? What was it that Shohei Otani should stop being a dual for a dual? <laughs> Joel. Yeah, yeah. Long season ago, Steve. Wait, the Shohei Otani is leading MLB in the home runs? Start. He did get shelled last start, so. That's the start of the end. Anyway, um, Colossum is such a downer. He just wants his takes to be correct. Yeah, I just want I just want to be right. I'm going to tear down the whole MLB to be right. <laughs> um, the one I was going to mention is Garrett Whitlock is my most improved player. Mm, I think breakout player, breakout player. Yeah. I think I've nailed that one. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we can't go too far into this because come yeah, the All Star break, we're gonna like do a full episode about it. Yeah, we'll do a full episode on this. So yeah, next uh, next Friday we'll release episode thirty nine, and then I think you guys want to release like on the day of the All Star game, do our our mid season like breakdown. Sure. All right. So Tuesday the thirteenth, you guys are getting an extra episode. We'll, uh... Unless something bad happens. You could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Tuesday the 13th, we'll release episode 40 with our uh, mid-season breakdown and everything. So that'll be a fun one. And then uh, over uh, under predictions, right, for each of us. Who do you think had the most? No, just like over under. Like, I'll get, I'll, I'll make over unders. Two and a half for Clawson, over under. What are we... Wait, I'm so confused. Just for predictions that are either oh, right that are right trending in the oh, right I'm, direction. I'm gonna take over, but I feel like it's only because it's like three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under for sure. For sure. All right, I'm. I'm really. Confidence. I'll listen. I'll listen back to the episode this week. Kind of write some stuff down, and uh, yeah, we'll have a good episode for you. Guys. All right, we'll all right. over under five and a half for Gardner. Under. Oh boy. We made like eight predictions. Well, you better hammer the over for the Marwin Gonzalez playing uh, 130 or more games. 129 and a half, and he's right on pace for 130. As long I'll, as he I'll, uh, I'll go. I'll go under at five. All right, I've got some other things in mind I want to talk about, but I'll save it for next week. More, uh, more so regarding Steve and I's uh, World Series prediction. Oh, yeah. That was looking good for a hot second there. It was. It was. The first two months of the season was looking good, and then uh, 
something happened in St. Louis. I'm also I'm going to a Cardinals game next month. I'm really excited. Hey. Playing the playing the Royals. So pretty pumped for that. Uh anyways. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah, who's next? Who are the rest Sox gonna beat up on next? We got a little uh, West Coast road trip coming up. Oh short one. yeah. Things are about to get weird out west, baby. Red Sox tomorrow night, or I guess when this comes out, it'll be tonight, are playing the Oakland Athletics for a little three-game series. Oh, sorry. No, three-game series at the O.co Coliseum. And, yeah, playing at 940. Sweet. And then we got a little three-game set against the Anaheim Angels. I refuse to call them by their fraudulent location. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Anaheim. which makes absolutely no sense because those New are two completely different locations. <laughs> New England, the Boston, the Boston Red Sox of New England. No, actually... like the Boston Red Sox of Cambridge. Yeah, that would make more sense. Mm. I don't know where Cambridge is, but it's not in Boston, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then Finishing off, you guys want to go to the game next Sunday against the Phillies? Maybe. All right, we gotta get. We still gotta get to a game. The three of us. We still gotta get a get to a Woo Sox game. We gotta figure that out. Might have a time going in August. I can say. I start waking up early next week. So is Clawson though. Yeah, I've been kind of doing that for a while now. Yeah. Join the club, Steve. I'm. Yeah, I did that for a while, and then I had like two weeks off. So. Nice. Um. So look ahead. My part that I was going to add, uh, the Oakland A's opened up their stadium to full capacity, I think, earlier this week. And I don't think they even sold 5,000 tickets. So, <laughs> oh, man. yeah, really, really, uh, really quiet, quiet games this weekend. The A's were like, can we be at full capacity? And the mayor of Oakland was like, what do you care? It doesn't matter. You can sell as many tickets as you want. It's not going to affect anybody. Didn't they yeah, have a, I'm pretty imagine. sure they had a game last year where they literally let anybody in for free. And they, like, did not even – That is the business they should, you know, look into. Free admission, they'll make their money back in concessions. No, they need to do, like, dollar beer night or something. How yeah, are there – Such a hazard. Tickets starting at $45 against the Red Sox. Well, it's because the Red Sox are good. Yeah, I know, but who is going to – pay that when you could literally just like watch it on tv ridiculous. for free ridiculous no nah, because rob manfred's gonna black that black that out oh. um i gotta look this up he's or maybe they had like what do you guys got for, for how many socks socks taken in oakland i got them taking five out of six on this road trip we're just gonna stay hot we're gonna go on a win streak like i got them 15. losing when uh, I got them losing when Richards pitches in Oakland and then I'm winning the rest. Awesome. Um, go four out of six. We don't have to take, face. Sorry. I think they take one in Oakland, three in Anaheim. All right. Yeah, I mean – the A's kind of give them fits. They always have. Yeah. Got no hit like two years ago. We did. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't even have to face Manaya, who had an insane um, month of, of June. Very good month of June. 
Um, but anyway, we got anything else about us steamrolling our rivals, the New York Yankees, and Kansas City Royals? Good. Yeah, sad we didn't see Benny this weekend. Yeah, I was going to. This week, whatever. Yeah, I would have saw Benny's first game back in Fenway, I think, or something. No, I don't know if it's accurate. But I was going to see Benny, and then I didn't. So sad. He's been out for a while because he was he missed the last Royals series. Yeah, he's been out for like three weeks now, I think. Something like that. Shame. How did that happen? Same video? I don't I didn't I don't know. I did not see it. What happened to him? He's a fractured rib. I don't know how he got it, but maybe like slipped in the shower or something. Steve, how's the or no Clawson? How's the market? Did you break down the girlfriend market in Kansas City? You got any uh got any leads on that? Never been to Kansas City. Um can't imagine it's great. Nice. It's, it's Missouri, guys. All right. If there, we do if there women in Missouri, Missouri right. wouldn't get forgotten about. Sorry if you live in Missouri. Clawson, <laughs> Clawson loves a good out-of-pocket statement every true. once in a while. True, true. <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of Clawson. Speaking of Clawson, you got any notes for us? Yeah, I do. Um, what do I got this week? Hold on. Hold on, guys. What? I just finished my last water bottle for my case of water. No. And now, somehow, I need to get more, but I can't just drop what I'm doing because I'm just too busy. And I just have no idea what I could possibly do. I mean, Steve, it's it's 1130 at, at night on a Thursday. I think you're kind of stuck out of luck, kid. All right. Well, imagine that it's early. Wait, I have one idea. Yeah. Tell us. Instacart. (laughs) You guys know what Instacart is? Yeah. Nope. Well, (laughs) for people like Steve Brady, who are too tired to get off their lazy ass on the couch and go to the grocery store and pick up some more cases of water because they can't chew wheat thins, I have the solution for you. Instacart. Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient. You need to make your famous dish while watching the Sox game. Or again, like Steve Brady, get a piece of wheat thin stuck in your throat and down a case of water. Order it through Instacart with delivery straight to your door uh, in as fast as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money. And every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even those most specific needs. They always handle with care, make sure everything gets to you in one piece. Boy, do we have another deal for you this week. Spark your 4th of July celebration, free delivery on your first $35 order via Instacart. Delivery subject to availability in terms of apply. Water should be good, aka for you, Steve Brady. Thanks. Use the link in our show notes for the offer to help support the Gone Bridge Boys. Instacart. Never... Step foot in a grocery store again. Woo! Nice. Thanks, Clausen. That's your boss. I am not going to lie. Do not have an ad written up for this week. So we're going to improvise one right on the spot here. Uh, this can only be good. <laughs> oh, buddy. This week's ad is brought to you by Terry's Fireworks Store. Celebrating the 4th of July. Well, I hope you're doing it responsibly. 
and looking to set off some fireworks? Well, look no further. Terry's Fireworks Store is offering some incredible deals this week. Blow off your hand with a Roman candle and he'll give you three fireworks for free on your next visit. Just show him your missing finger. And yes, Steve? Just like the Red Sox, we too at Con Bridge like to bang. And there's no better way to bang than with whoever's fireworks story this is. This Terry's. It's Terry's. Terry. Terry. Just like the Sox, we like to bang and you shoot should too. So Go shop get- at Terry's Fireworks. Show them your nub of a finger for a free three Roman candles at your next visit. Terry's Fireworks. If you're not blowing off your fingers, kid. You're not yep. setting off those More works. Fireworks. Me. Shout out Jason Peter Ooh. Paul. Yep. He'd be the perfect model for uh, Terry's Fireworks. Emporium. It's an emporium. I'm just going to. Everything's an emporium. <laughs> What's the official that? Like, what is an emporium? I don't know, big store. It seems yeah. like what you think it is. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's the Walt Disney World of fireworks stores. It's what, a dude. It's a large retail store selling a wide variety of goods. You better believe Terry's got a wide variety of the, the so, sparkle works. Do you guys think Instacart would be an emporium? Oh, well, like a grocery I, store. I, I think Instacart's in a league of their own. Like a grocery store? What? Anyway, Clausen, got any notes? Yeah, I got one. Right. Um, where'd it go? Yeah, so I was listening to the radio. I've been on a radio kick. I also hate the radio now because all they do is play ads. Do you realize that we basically are the radio? Pretty much. We just don't have ads. Actually, we do have ads. We legitimately <laughs> just spent the last three minutes. We are what I hate. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I heard this uh, this ad for the 99 restaurant and... It was about kids eat free. And I think they had to change the rules because the socks are so good. What's the rule? Well, I mean, I don't know if this used to be what it is, but number one, you have to order in it. Like an adult has to order an entree. That has always been the rule. Yeah. I figured that was always the rule, but I think now you have to be like this special, like VIP member at the 99. Oh, like you can't just walk in with your 10 year old kid. So you're telling me they have membership plans for 99 now? I think so. Wow. This is not a world I want to live in. I could be wrong. The guy on the radio could have been wrong. If I can't walk into 99 and get a free booth, I don't want it. For the kids of Boston, see, I hope you are wrong, Clausen. So do I. The kids need to eat. The kids kids do need to eat. Kids need to eat. This is ridiculous. Maybe we should open up our own restaurant for the kids of Boston to eat. What should we call it, Gardner? Wait, 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 Gardner. Are we just going to like hand out food? No, we're just going to we're going to do what 99 used to do and keep the tradition in Boston going. I will not stand for this. I thought you were just I thought you were trying to to aim yourself towards starting up a food bank where we just hand out free food to kids. No, I got to I got to at least break even on this call. Of course. Uh, what do we what do we name in this new restaurant? I don't know, bro, it's your idea. Wow. Um, How about Gone Hungry? Oh, Gone Hungry. Does that mean you're going to go hungry? (laughs) No, you were gone hungry. Oh, gone full. Gone full. That doesn't ring ring the right bells for me. Does anybody have uh, a name on the team that makes me think of food? 
What about the Boston Red Lobsters restaurant? I'm going to get copyrighted. <laughs> Red Lobster. Oh, buddy, you've met your match. All right, let's keep it pushing. <laughs> Costin, you got any other notes for us? No, nah, that's it. That's all kind right. of all I need. Because now the kids are kids of Boston are going hungry. Yeah, I really appreciate you advocating for them. That's a step like, in the right. No, it's a step in the right direction. I don't know what you got to do to be a VIP member at the 99 restaurant. I can't imagine it's a very exclusive club, but at the same time, it seems like no, a, I think a big, it is loop, exclusive. big loophole to jump through. If anybody who's listening works at 99, that's awesome. I kind of want a free membership, kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Alex Cora, Impact Player of the yep. Week. Wait, wait. I found it. Oh, boy. 99 rewards member receive a free kid's meal, purchase of an adult meal the day after the Boston Red Sox win. Mm, interesting. Very I mean, interesting. You just have to, like, give them your email, and then you're <laughs> a member. But I bet you get a lot of spam. Probably. All right. Alex Cora, Impact Player of the Week. A D I O W. You missed one. A C I P O T W. P. We got a good amount of responses on our story. Oh, we did? Yeah, we got a good amount. Um, did that. Yeah, we got a good amount. So I'll read. I'll read through some of them, and we can decide who we want to choose from. It's looking like uh, Mr. Renfro might be the pick this week. I think we got one, two, three, four picks for Hunter Renfro. All right, so we have a Hunter Renfro, 0.8, a Kike, one. Wow, that's generous. Uh, another Hunter Renfro. Whoa, whoa, somebody does not understand the concept. <laughs> yeah, this is not a zero one. Like, uh, I'm not going to say names, but uh, I, I do know that person. I'll, I'll get on them for that. Uh Hunter Renfro, 0.732. Alex Cora, 1.0. Wow, that's a lot of impact. Also, speaking of impact, I was listening, I was watching MLB tonight, like a couple days ago, and they were talking about the top 10 managers in baseball, and Alex Cora is in the top five. And they were like, the amount of impact that Alex Cora brings to this team. And I was like, that's literally our segment. (laughs) Oh, buddy, you're telling me. I was like, you got to pay us if you're going to say that. Come on. Uh, we got another Hunter Renfro, 100% people. You're acting like Hunter Renfro's putting up 100 bombs in a week. I like the spirit. I like and the then, spirit. We then have a Hunter Renfro with no score. A Kike, 0.5 for reviving the leadoff spot. I like then that. have a, a Nasty Nate, score 0.71. Two straight starts with seven innings pitched or more and only one on a run. Uh, Garrett Richards, 0.496 for giving the Royals a false sense of hope. Like that one. <laughs> Marvin Gonzalez, 0.6. He has six hits so far this week. And finally, Nick Pierce. Did he give him a rating? No, he just nah. voted for himself. I give him 12. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um, so I think the people's choice is uh, Hunter Renfro from this past week. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout out. For... Uh, love interacting with you guys. So it's, that's and, awesome. Uh, I think it's a pretty solid pick from the people. Yeah, I got to say that they, they nailed it this week. They nailed it this week. Who was the pick last week? It was Danny Santana. <laughs> yeah, but it was like bad. It was, like, yeah, and we put that up at a weird time. We didn't get many 
Uh, Clausen, who you got? Um, I'm going to go with the seven people that made the Who's Your Daddy sign in 2004 for Pedro. Um, A, because they subsequently lost the series, and B, because they made it for the wrong guy, and they made it about 15 years too early because Garrett Cole got rocked. So I'm going to give him a zero. For the Who's Your Daddy guys? Yeah. It's actually a lot of women. All right. I'll find a way to put that in the graphic. It's um, Just put the picture up. It's one, two, three, four, five women and two guys. All right. All right. I like that ratio. It looks like it's a family. Oh, wait. I don't even know. It looks like a – I don't know. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go I with. This was uh, supposed to be a family show. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh wait, no, it's wait. Hold on. It's six I'm of them. Holding. Yeah. And then somebody's holding a "It's Father's Day" sign. Costing your math never seems to amaze me. So I'm, I'm actually gonna give that that girl especially a zero because it was not Father's Day All right. when that happened. Okay. So she made a misleading sign. It was a long walk for a short drink of water, class. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's like it's like walking down two floors in the high school to get a drink from the bubbler. You just gotta kill some time before you going call back it to a class. Bubbler? You gotta kill time before class. No, 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 no. You call it a bubbler? That's what it's called. No, it's a it's water bubbles. fountain. I call it it's just not. I call it I've bowl. never is that a Massachusetts thing? Yeah. I've never heard. Anybody you take a wicked school. long walk to the bubble. <laughs> take a wicked pissa. No, I don't say that. It's not the context. Nobody says that. It's not the context. Well, I mean, if you're going to drink water, you got This guy from Connecticut. Just... <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kike Hernandez, and I'm going to give him like a point. How many leadoff home runs does he have? Four? This year? I think he's got five. No, just in the past like couple. Oh, past week he's got three. I'm going to give him a point three, 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 three. Nice. Because he's hit three leadoff home runs. And then I added the extra three because he's going to hit four soon. Mm, I like that. Okay. Um, my pick for the week, I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to take this pick seriously this week. And I want to talk about him for a minute. And I also, this will be a good segue in our next topic of discussion. My pick is Xander Bogarts, the captain of this team. This guy, honestly, I mean, all these, all, I don't even think Red Sox fans realize how good he is. Um, this past week, he had 407, five doubles, five RBIs, only struck out twice in 27 at bats. 1.026 OPS, which uh, obviously he didn't really hit any home runs, which is why that's a little bit lower. But, I mean, this guy, I feel like every time I watch him, he is always getting on base. Uh, he, I, I, I just think he's still one of the most underrated players in baseball. And I think you can make a, a case that he's the best shortstop in all of baseball. You can because he is. Right. He is. He's better than Trevor – like – there's a there's a good group of shortstops at the top, and Clausen. 
Uh, I'll tell you, he's lucky Devin Marrero isn't playing shortstop because he wouldn't be the the best shortstop in baseball if it wasn't for Devin Marrero moving to third. No, that's a good point. That he's very lucky that he was able to move positions. But he got guys like Tatis, Trevor Story, Lindor, Corey Seager, Trey Turner. Like, I just think Xander Xander know, knows how to win. He's won two World Series. He knows how to play in a big market. He can hit. He can hit for power, Jeter. You hear that? And he's just a great player. So I'm giving Xander Bogarts this week a point eight. Wow. Five on the house score. And a lot of impact this week for the exhilarating. Uh, have we have we even talked about the fact that Devers and Bogarts are starting the All-Star game? Well, I mean, it was just made official, but I don't even think we had mentioned it, like that they were leaving. Well, yeah, yeah, the rosters are officially starting in the All-Star game. Hey, Alexa, (laughs) play All-Star by Smash Mouth. Which this will segue us into something better later. So we'll come back to this later when we get to ask Combridge. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's next? Uh, But yeah, no, congrats to Xander, Rafi. Uh, Do we think we'll have any other All-Stars? Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes and maybe J.D.? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. We'll see. Nick Pavetta. I was hopeful. Didn't I was really it. hopeful too. I don't think he's going to make it, unfortunately. Native I guess I guess you have to throw three no hitters to get in. Nate Aldi? Uh, there are some other good pitchers. And you also have to remember that there needs to be a player from each team. So they still have that rule. Yeah. yeah. Remember Brock Holt made it because of that? He did make it because of that rule. That was fun. That was we, so have, fun. we like that fun in Boston. Yeah. Who who's going to be like the Diamondbacks All Star? Marte. Yeah, that's good and point. he actually deserves it. So yeah, so does like Cedric Mullins. Like I don't know how this man is not starting the All Star game, but if Trout's hurt, Cedric Mullins has got to be the guy to slot it in there. And then like the Rangers have like a Dolis Garcia. Yeah, he's been good too. Um, trying to think. Uh, the, Mariners, the only one that... the Mariners probably don't deserve an All Star. <laughs> probably not. Although somehow they have a winning record. Dude, I can't even name a good player in the Mariners. Like Kyle Seager. Kyle... How old is he? And... A million Cor- years old. Yeah, Kyle Seager. Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis, I think, is hurt, isn't he? Oh, is he? Who pi- who pitches for the Mariners? Like who pitches? I, that team? <laughs> no. I, I honestly don't think I can name you a pitcher. Dude, Ken Giles, is he still on the right? Ken Giles. I look up every other every other minute and he's on a different team. Like let, who who's having the best team with the Mariners? Mariners stunts. Kyle Seeger. Man Chaniger's not having a terrible year. Is, is that guy Vogelbach still on? Vogel, oh my God, he's a tank. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> the one I talked about this last week, but the play where he pulled his hamstring rounding third. No, that was no, he's on the no, he's on the Brewers now. Uh, yeah. But that play where he rounded third, pulled his hamstring and was crawling. That was that was funny. But uh yeah, Mitch Hanniger's having a good year. Uh pitching wise. Geez, that young these, book. Alex Rodriguez doing it shortstop. I heard he's good. I heard he's he? good. And yeah. Must be he's going to move to third base eventually. He's more natural there. You I'm going to run down. Oh, my gosh. No way. I did not know. Okay. I do know one of their pitchers, and I he was one of my camp counselors when I used to go to camp on Cape Cod. JT Chergois. He used to pitch at Rice, I believe. Yeah, he did go to Rice. Um, yeah, he's having a good year. 
I'm petitioning. I'm not petitioning. I'm supporting JT Chargois for the Mariners all-star bid. Chargois. 2.82 ERA and 22 relief appearances. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty Where's good. Travis Shaw playing? 23 strikeout. Uh, back he? in Milwaukee, I think, right? Because, Steve, that's your that's your bet, right? Didn't what? Travis Shaw make the all-star game? No, nah, Sam Travis. Oh, Sam Travis, my bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Travis Shaw. A little less likely. <laughs> Is Sam Sam Travis is not in baseball anymore, right? He's definitely Sam on the league. No, nah, he hasn't played since 2019. He's is he been... on a AAA team? Uh, I don't know. His pictures, he's got a Mariners hat on, funny enough. Free uh, Sam Travis. Uh, I'm going to run down the first five Mariners pitchers, and I'm going to need to – but. Let me know if you know any of if these If you get names. past three and we don't know any of them, don't bother. Stop. All right. And I'm sorry if we sound casual to the, some of the listeners, but like – Oh, I'm sorry not... I'm not a Mariners super fan. <laughs> so I'm not keeping tabs on the Mariners bullpen. I could name who deserves the most to be an all-star on every single team besides the Mariners. Probably. Yes, I agree. All right. First, we have Chris Flexen. No. Um, then we have Yusei Kikuchi. I wish. I wish. Rafael Montero. That sounds like such a basic baseball I name. know. I was going to say Paul Seawald. I think I played with him on the show one time. <laughs> and he's actually having a good year. And Justice Sheffield. He's yeah. familiar. Did he pitch for the Yankees? No, he did not. That would be Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield wasn't a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> played for the Yankees though he did play for the Yankees it's a good point um you guys see anything in the game this week that made you think man this is fun um no nah, game kind of sucks got one clear choice for this week two clear choice yeah tell you Don't... what's not fun what Anything going on with Trevor Bauer right now? It's for sure. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. Let's, good. let's steer clear of that for today. But Dude, I didn't say anything. Nah, I know, but not not good stuff coming out with Trevor hey. Bauer. Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, my make baseball impact. Jeez, uh, make baseball fun again. <laughs> make baseball impact notes with Clausen. <laughs> um, the, no- the notes of making baseball impact. When you ask on bridge, uh, <laughs> my favorite part of the week was watching Dylan Bundy blow chunks on the mound. At yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is that happening so much? Like all of a sudden? I don't know. Is there a spite attack? It was awesome. <laughs> Especially Kevin Durant just like staring on. He's like, this was his face. He's like, he was like sitting below like the wall almost like <laughs> at Yankee Stadium in the front row. And he was like. Yeah, he was disgusting. He was like, does this always happen? Or is this baseball is a weird sport? Yeah, I love that. Um he could shout pitch. Out to Bundy. I bet he would have been a good pitcher. He would have been terrible. What? He's so tall. So what? Randy Johnson was tall. I mean fact. <laughs> if all you need is height, <laughs> Shaq would have been a dominant guy. I bet he could have been if he chose to play baseball. No. He might have been. Shaq would he have been able to throw like a billion miles an hour. You know how small a baseball is compared to Shaq? It's true. Anyway. 
Gardner's on mute. We don't know how to carry the episode. <laughs> All right. I got him drinking some water. Um, I noticed that Matt Harvey's ERA is almost at eight and like 12 starts. Wasn't he really good? Yeah. This is Dark Knight. I, I saw that the other day because the, the Orioles sweat the Astros. And I was like looking at that. Yeah. Matt Harvey in 17 starts has a 7.34 ERA. John Means was really good, and then he got hurt. Was really John hurt. Means business, dude? Yeah, I bought a bunch of him on the show, hoping that he would get an upgrade. And then he got hurt. No, I just I still got to get the show. I still got to get the show twenty one. I've been playing nineteen. It's a cool game. Love it. Love it. Um, um, make baseball fun again. The Woo Sox posted something. They played a game tonight, even though it rained, and the photographer took a lot of like. I guess the, the only word that I can use to describe it, which doesn't actually describe it, is erotic pictures of them in the rain. They're just like really high quality pictures. I got one. I got one. How about rainy? No. They're just like really high Good quality pictures of like really high quality candid pictures of these Woo Sox players in the rain. Interesting. Very, uh, very interesting. I mean, let me take a look at these. Yeah, I'm also going to look. <laughs> they posted it an hour ago, and their caption was "Wet and Wild." Oh my! <laughs> right, <laughs> first one. The first one's kind of sick. It is El Cordy. For you guys, yeah, these these are dope. Go on the Woo Sox Twitter and look for cool pictures. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. What's next? Oh, wait. We got some questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have four questions this week. Yep. How? I don't know. We no have idea. four people ask, or we had three people ask questions. One person asked us two questions. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you see that, Steve? Yeah, I did. All right. Uh, first one comes in from, uh, take, take your pick. Who do you think the first one comes in from? Harry. No, Matt. Matt. It's Matt. <laughs> um, it's like three <laughs> options. Literally, Matt, Brandon, Harry. Uh, first one comes in from Matt. Very interesting question. I have no idea where I'm going to go with this or where any of us are going to go with this. I haven't, the, I haven't seen this yet. I'm excited. What's the stinkiest food you've ever eaten? No, nope. next question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, probably blue cheese because it's moldy. I don't even know how to answer that. (laughs) What is, what is your deal, Matt? I know that you've already asked us like 50 questions since we started this show, but like, what could have possibly possessed you to be like, this is a good question for Ask on Bridge. (laughs) Another one that we never answered from him looking his back. What's the earliest you've had to wake up? consistently for school <laughs> 7 a.m matt's just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it's six i love these these are so creative i love them <laughs> people please send more like anybody please send more questions like this it's phenomenal <laughs> hold on i gotta think of an answer yeah, come on. I'm the only one who's answered. Blue cheese. <laughs> it's Gardner's, legitimately mold. 
Um, Gardner's jelly and ketchup meatballs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No fucking slander about my meatballs. Well, deserves it. First f bomb of the episode. Yeah, that was the second one, I think. Uh, Clawson, you said they weren't that bad. <laughs> the sauce was a little runny, and somebody replied. Somebody replied. I gotta find this DM. I'm gonna find it. Somebody said the meatballs. Yeah, they said they've had them before. Yeah. They were all right. Hell yeah, they did. I'm not gonna be able to find this. Uh, probably lucky. You're lucky. Like, I don't know, some type of fish or something. I have no idea. Boiled broccoli smells kind of bad sometimes. I don't know. No idea. Your pee after eating asparagus. Mm. Smells a little funky. That's yeah. Tough. I mean, I'm not love the pod. Oh, never mind. This guy said love the pod, hate the meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> guess guess a couple people reacted about the meatballs. No, somebody did. Somebody did. Uh, Matt, that gave me a good laugh. I'm not gonna lie. That was a good, good quality laugh. Hope everybody else had a nice chuckle at that as well. Yeah, that was wonderful. <clears throat> can't find it you're so lucky uh next question comes in from i don't know steve who does the next question come in from ryan oh ryan yeah he asked hold on actually steve you want to just say this one i don't know how to phrase it right yeah give me a hot sec ryan i'll give you a cold is a real life friend of mine shout out to you And he asked me this question the other day, excuse me, and said, please ask Gone Bridge. That's us. This question. And it goes as follows. If you split a baseball team into units, such as left side of the infield, right side of the infield, outfielders, and then ace and catcher. And I guess, you know, for fun, let's do like setup and closer. Because nobody's going to pick that, but why not? Uh, if you could, if you split a team into all those different units, would you trade our left side of the infield, i.e. Raphael Devers and Xander Bogarts, for any other unit on any other team in the MLB? I think we all had a – well, we didn't really talk about this, but we all said one unit came to mind, correct? I think there's correct. one unit that's clearly like – Like really good. Yeah. All right. Do we all want to say it at one time? Because if we all say different things, I'll be curious. No, because then it's going to mess up the audio. Let's just say it one by one. See if we agree. Okay. Uh, Steve, you want to go first? Okay. The first other unit that came to mind was the Los Angeles Dodgers outfield. Yes, that was what I was thinking as well. Clawson is shaking. No, Clawson? Not what I was thinking. We keep Really? Okay. I agree. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know either. I mean, not now, this season, especially. Now here's the question. Here's the question. Is like, so we we trade Bogarts endeavors for Mookie, Cody Bellinger, and who who else? Like Pollock. Yeah. All right. We'll say AJ Pollock is the third guy there. What happens to our outfielders? There are there, I don't know, bench players. Okay. Well, I guess you could just take Pollock out and put Verdugo in. 
Yeah, but then who's playing third and short? No, they disappear. They disappear. Okay, so the position no longer exists. No, our outfielders are gone. They just disappear. Okay, well, then do we get the Dodgers third and baseman and shorts up? No. Yeah, no. Okay, so we have have Joe Schmo at third and short. Yeah, it's irrelevant. You're just thinking too too much about it. I'm thinking way too much. You know what you can do? You can stick Devin Marrero in between both. (laughs) He'll just range the whole left side of you. <laughs> Evan Marrero and Pedro Siriaco. All right. Uh, so I, one of the ones that I came to mind. Let's, yeah, that was, let's that do was a little bit of a round table, and then right. I'll do the second one that came to mind. Yeah, Clawson, who was your first pick? Because I also I was also thinking Dodgers outfield. Um, my first pick is the loophole in the system. I'm picking the Angels outfield. Because you're gonna do that. I thought about that actually just now. I don't know yeah, if I, I like well, that. Well, wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. I apologize. Because you can get a rising Joe Adele plus Mike Trout plus two way Shohei Otani. Showtime is Cole, get, Cal- Cole Calhoun's not on the team anymore, right? No, no. So you get those guys plus a pitcher and Shohei Otani. All right, what if you could only play Shohei in the outfield? You can't pitch. I, I, I would, I would do. Because then you're basically just trading for like JD Martinez and Mike Trout. Like I don't trust Shohei in the. Outfield. I know you didn't just compare Shohei Otani to JD. He's I mean, is that so bad? They kind yeah. of do the same JD job. Is so much better than him. I think at Shohei, the plate they do the I same think, thing. I've not seen Shohei Otani play the outfield, but I'd imagine he's better than JD Martinez, considering JD is probably one of the worst defensive outfielders I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, yeah, but he's not good though. I mean, he's an athlete. He's fine. I don't know. It's like sticking uh, David Ortiz at first. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Or like Albert Pujols right now. If you slot him in at first, like it's fine. I wish he's Pujol... not gonna. He's not gonna Bill Buckner the ball, but he's also not gonna do anything special. Yeah. Did you know that Albert Pujols leads all major league players and grounded into double plays out of every he, player he, ever? He's grounded. He, into yeah, he's plays. the slowest man alive. So, yeah. yeah, I wish he was gonna play another season. Honestly, yeah. I feel like if he could hit eight more home runs this year, he would just need to hit nineteen next year for seven hundred. I would have liked to see him, uh, the machine, get to that. I don't think he has nineteen home runs in a season in him. He's got eleven this year, mm. and he's hitting two twenty-two. All right, do you have a second unit? Gardner, that you'd like to highlight? I have two. And I only thought of these two units because of where our weakness is on the team, which would be first base and second base. So the two units that came to mind for me, first one, Freddie Freeman and Ozzy Albies. The other one was Jose Abreu and Yohan Mankata. Would I trade them for them, though? No. But they cross my mind. What about DJ LeMayhew and Luke Voigt? No, no shot. How about uh, Kevin Gossman and Buster Posey? No, definitely not. <laughs> this season? <laughs> this season? That's this stupid. Season, this season, I'm taking, I'm taking Xander and... This question's like, confusing like, because why wouldn't you pick like Jacob Degrom and James McCann? Because Kevin Gossman has a one six and Buster Posey is starting the All Star game catcher. I mean, Jacob Degrom is 
easily the best pitcher right now, and who cares behind the plate? I mean, Buster Posey's hitting like 340. So what? It's good. Yeah. So my second I mean, choice. I'm not saying I would tra- – I wouldn't trade our left side of the infield for anybody. I think yeah. the only one that's close – This Dodgers outfield. For me is this one, and that would be swap them for the Padres' left side of the infield. Yeah, I thought about that too, actually. Mm. Because Tatis mm. and Bogarts are pretty much like 1 and 1A for best shortstop in baseball. They they do the exact same thing. Tatis a little better on the bases. But and he's a better defender. I mean, it's like it's kind of like it's not by much. Yeah. Did you they, know that they even out where Xander isn't as good on the bases, he's picks up in defense. And then Machado, him and Devers do I guess similar things at the plate. And you get an upgrade in the field by far with Machado at third. Yeah, but maybe you can make the argument at the plate. I think this year, I don't think he's been that good. He's not been as good this year, but you can admit that's probably the only solid argument I think you could make. I mean, Dodgers outfield is pretty good. Pretty good. Belly and Mookie. Confirm good. Did you guys know that this is the first time in Major League history? That the third baseman and shortstop from the same MLB team are starting all star game. Which basically, hey, Rodney, means never did it. I guess not. That's actually a good point. Uh, no, why? Because Noma was kicking around. Yeah, Noma. <laughs> Noma. Speaking of shirts, we've got a question from Harry. Harry asks. Pull this up here. Uh, Harry asked, hashtag ask on bridge. Do you recommend the classic or comfort comfort option when ordering a gone bridge t-shirt? Personally, I have only gotten the comfort colors and I like that material, the medium. I mean, fits to size, I would say. Uh, and my friend has the normal t-shirt and it looks just as good, pretty much the same. I'd say, I think the sizing is pretty true to size there as well, though slightly different, uh, than the comfort colors, but it's still just like a medium shirt. So I wouldn't really worry about that that much. Uh, it's just really how comfortable they are as the name would indicate. And if you want to, you know, spend whatever it is, like the extra $3, for the comfort colors, and I would say that it is worth it. But you know, yeah, I got my shirt this past week. I got the classic tee, and uh, yeah, it's con- I mean, it's very comfortable. I whatever, just, just a t-shirt. Yeah, it doesn't uh, does not really make a difference. I don't. I don't think it's that much of a difference. Yeah, we only added the comfort colors. I didn't really initially think of it when I was doing the story. Uh, per somebody's request so somebody wanted it we made it happen oh yeah awesome comfort colors never fails that's a good point uh harry had another question he said uh what do i do if i don't have time to go to the grocery store and i need sacks snacks for the red sox game uber eats why would you say that (laughs) oh you can bleep it out (laughs) i'm not gonna because that's just uh anybody have any ideas for harry (laughs) <laughs> oh boy harry do i ever <laughs> not reading the ad again but 
Go there, through Instacart. This little uh, Sarah's First order, Instacart. $35, free delivery. Yeah. Just use the link in our show notes. That's right. Instacart. Woo! Never step foot in a grocery store again. Hell yeah. Uh, but seriously, we're going to release... What are we putting on a new line, a new t-shirt sometime uh, end of next week or sometime soon? Sometime yeah. soon. We have to figure. We have to figure out. Like, yeah, we got to figure. Maybe, out maybe we should do a "Who's Your Daddy" T-shirt with Garrett Cole on it. Ooh. Mm. Although I don't want to put Garrett Cole's face. Like, maybe it's like a, a disappointed Garrett Cole face, and then next to him is like JD and like Devers. What if we photoshopped like a uh, a bib that has like the Red Sox logo on it? Ooh. Now we're thinking. We can do. We could. We'll put on. We'll put some options out on our uh, Instagram. You guys can vote. So we're, we'll do like four options, like the little the multiple choice poll. You guys can choose one, what you think is best. So what are we thinking? That Garrett Richards bring the good stuff. I think that ship has sailed. You think? Probably. <laughs> I mean, we can it, just you know what we can do instead of uh, what you were gonna do is like the uh, the Space Jam one where he's holding up the water bottle. Maybe what you could do is like you could take the cooler, uh, you could take the picture of him with his elbow in the cooler of ice, and just like slap some tape on the front, have it say Garrett's secret stuff. It's not bad. Maybe yeah, we'll put or just like or just we'll like a cooler with ice is there and have a... it say Garrett's secret stuff on the front. Should we have a notes with Clausen shirt? Nobody's gonna buy it. I would buy it. I would right. buy it for you, Clausen. <laughs> All right, yeah, two buys. <laughs> You wouldn't buy your own shirt. I just feel like it would be really like paradoxical to be walking around Fenway and seeing my name on somebody's t-shirt. I think an Alex Cora Impact like shirt would be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. That would yeah. be like a meter. Yeah, and we could like like a picture of Alex Cora, and then I could just say like like Impact at the top. I don't know. Like one of the hot zones on ESPN. Or yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll. We'll uh, firm up these four options. Let's put out a poll tomorrow. That's our goal for tomorrow. Got four options. Put it out. You guys can vote which one you want to see next. All right. Woo. All right. I'm getting tired. It's it's past past all of our bedtimes. We got any other uh, any other things before we close out the ninth? No, I feel like that's what closing out the ninth is for. Great point, Steve. So uh, now we're gonna close out the ninth. Steve, now that we're in closing out the ninth, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I, I just wanna round it back to uh, just Matt's undying love for sending us good questions. Love and that, I appreciate you so much, Matt. Go go you and go stinky foods. That's all I got. You get a, a stinky food shirt. <laughs> Questions with Matt t-shirt. Questions with Matt. That should be Matt. the segment. Matt Matt asks us. Questions with Matt featuring a question from somebody else. Um, Clausen? Uh, Dustin Pedroia's ceremony was pretty cool. I uh, um, forgot about that. Totally forgot to talk about that. I just remember that now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Ric Flair was there. Jacoby Ellsbury was there in a Red Sox uniform. I that was legitimately dead. thought I thought he was dead. Really and- odd, really odd combination of players that were there. 
Like it was like Louis Tiant and Pedro, and then Mike Lowell, Jacoby Ellsbury, and who else? Dustin Pedroia. Uh, no, Dustin Pedroia was there. Tim Wakefield. Oh right. It was Wakefield, Mike Lowell, and Jacoby Ellsbury all walked out at the same time, and then Louis Tiant and Pedro were after him, and then they just put together like this ragtag group of players for a video. It was like Kevin Cash, David Ortiz, David Ortiz like the third base coach titles. for the Brewers, and then like somebody else. Ortiz needed subtitles. That was pretty funny. Not that like him talking in like the need from him. Like the fact that they gave him subtitles was funny. Not him talking. Okay. I know that you didn't just uh, say that Quentin Barry. You didn't. You just referred to Quentin Barry as the Brewers' third base coach. No, nah, it was like his old high school coach. He was like oh. some well, hitting Quentin, coach for the Brewers now. Well, Quentin Barry is the first base coach for the Brewers, which is crazy. Um, what was I going to say? So, obviously, Pedroia has gone into the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Are we surprised that they didn't announce that they're not retiring? Or that they didn't announce that they're retiring his number? I know we no. talked about that. No, we had all kind of agreed that they weren't going to do that, right? But people were like, I mean, I I want them to. I just don't think he's fifteen bad. and thirty three. Just won't be worn again. They don't need I to retire it. it. Yep, fifteen thirty three. We've talked about this. Twenty four, twenty one, forty nine. Like those are the second tier. No, twenty four is like nobody's worn that since Manny. Nobody's worn twenty one since Clemens, and no one's worn forty nine since Wakefield. I mean, I don't really think people care about twenty one. Like, yeah, I feel like Clemens nobody's would be the nobody's first like, one. "Hey, whoa, whoa, kid, Roger." That's Roger Clemens's number. That's the nobody Rod- cares. People hate is, that guy. Is Roger Clemens off the Hall of Fame ballot, or does he have one more year? He has one more. If he gets in, I'm trying he's got to be off. I th- I thought he was off because I haven't seen him in a while. He's been out for a while too. Uh, I don't know, but if 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 Clemens get it gets in, do they retire his number? Because that's like no. you don't think so. People hate that. How does he have with us? No, like, he too? does some stuff on W like EEI. I, don't I mean, know. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm closing out the ninth thought. We're gonna get serious here for a minute. Taking the mic off its stand. <laughs> What is this kid possibly going to say right now? All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Like way louder than before. <laughs> Do not doubt this Red Sox wait, wait, team. Wait, wait, hold on, I'm hold standing on, up. On. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. No, I feel like this is just about to turn into like a shitty karaoke thing at the bar. <laughs> Garner's like 18 beers deep. It's four in the morning. <laughs> I'm under 21, Clausen. I am so sick and tired of people not taking this Red Sox team for real. They are the real deal. Sorry if my audio is a little bit loud right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna move the microphone back. They're the real deal. This team is on pace for a hundred wins. Everybody's still doubting them. All right, it's July first. No, don't mute me. This needs to be said. It's July first. Wake up. The Red Sox are the real deal. Best record in the American League. Most wins in the entire MLB. And I'm sick and tired of people not taking them seriously. This team is fun. We're bringing a World Series championship to boston this year thank you and good night anyways if you love
like what you were listening to, follow us on our social media, Act On Bridge on Twitter and Act On Bridge Podcast on Instagram. Hey, actually, I got one more. Th- I got one more thing to say. That's what you were talking Yes, um, it kind of it kind of has to do with Gardner. Remember we were talking about Tessie versus Dirty Water, and yes. you were like doing your best Joe Castiglione impression. I draw on right film. No, 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 like like the beginning of Tessie. <laughs> the Boston Red Sox are the world champions. Can you believe it? Yeah. Every every I time that. I hear Tessie now, I just think of that. I just think of that that impression. <laughs> Not a bad thing. How often do you I, listen I, to it? It kind of like killed the beginning of the song for me now. Listens to it every day now. The Boston Red Sox. WEI, Shaw's Radio Network. Shaw's Radio Red Sox Network. All right. I'm going to do a little. Uh... Great song. This isn't working. Yeah, it's not working at all. Did you not hear it? Like the, We heard the first part and nothing else. Right, I'm going to play it again then. And the Boston Red Sox are the world champions. For the first time in 86 years, the Red Sox have won baseball championship. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? That's the real question. No, I can't. All right. We got any other things? It's been a great yeah. episode. If you enjoyed what you listened to, go follow us on our social media. Uh, go follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Gone Bridge and Instagram at Gone Bridge Podcast. Don't forget to throw this episode and any other episodes that you haven't listened to a uh, download that helps us out tremendously. Don't forget to go check out our t-shirt store and use our promo or our link in the show notes for Instacart and go socks. We will be back next week with episode 39. See ya. See ya. Nice.